Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wheel of Tree Online. This is Steven. I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Christina. Hello. Hello. Uh, in a take of this <laughs> intro, I just called myself Christina and then tried to intro Christina. So that's where we're at. Just so you know, if you're curious about the vibe of this podcast, that's a pretty good And I wanted to indicator. just keep rolling with it. I wanted it. to keep it and I couldn't. So, but now you know, so secrets out. But um, welcome back. Um, we're here exploring how to live out our values in our heart, health, and homes. And um, today is part two of our last conversation, which was a chat around the campfire. Kind of a cozy or campfire. What am I saying? <laughs> a chat around our dinner. Stuff is just flying <laughs> out, just of out of out of my mouth. I cannot wait. Oh man! For what this? A chat around the table. <laughs> um, a cozy chat around our table. Imagine you're sitting around our <laughs> dining room table slash fire, <laughs> and uh, and we're just talking through life. We're talking through things that are going on right now that we feel that we want to share and that other people will be um, able to relate to you know it's related to conversations that we're having with other folks right now too so um yeah that is that is today we're going to be talking about um, expanding versus snapping and kind of what to do when we feel like we're stretched to capacity and how do we manage that and not break or snap um or what to do if we do and then uh, holiday memories and kind of looking forward to, you know, what we're looking forward to for the end of the year. Um, Two yeah. very diverse topics we have there. Yes. Expanding versus snapping and very fun holiday memories. <laughs> so, uh, but to start off with, we are going to do our three highlights of the day because that's how we always start, as you know, if you listen to this regularly. So pull over pull off the highway take a break pull just kidding don't, don't do that uh, you can do this exercise wherever you are uh, in whatever form so uh, christina what were your three highlights of the day share with us okay number one was i went for a walk this morning with beckett we always go on a walk either morning or afternoon but it was really overcast today so the fall colors were so vibrant they were popping do you know why that is why are the colors so much more intense when it's overcast light You'd, is weird you wouldn't think yeah it was just weird. so beautiful he only knows one color and it's mm -hmm. yellow mm -hmm. so everything is yellow yeah and sometimes i feel like when it's like really cloudy it dulls the color so like it's only certain cloudy days that it feels like the con it's like the it messes with the contrast a right. little bit and, well, and today it was like so deep red yeah, and really like, vibrant oh it's so beautiful so cool so i loved that um got to talk with my mom and my sister for a little while just like over audio messaging and that just makes me happy i miss them a lot that's the hardest thing about living here is like living you know far away from family so we utilize marco polo and voxer and <laughs> mess audio messages yep. and i love that um and then my third highlight was me and beckett usually on fridays i go to a coffee shop alone to have some like alone time but didn't work out today with steven's schedule so me and beckett just went and it was really delightful. He gets, like, I ask the barista to pour him, what are those cups? Like, what you would put an espresso in, basically. Yeah, they're, that's like two a to-go like to espresso cup. Yeah. yeah they're, they're tiny. It's got to be, like, two or three ounces. <laughs> um, but they just put a little bit of almond milk in it, and he feels so 
so happy and fancy. And what's funny is that the straws are still full size, yeah. though. So it's this tiny cup, cup with, with a, a lid. Really long straw. It looks like it should it. be an ornament, honestly. Yes, it does. It actually is a perfect ornament. Yeah. But it was just fun. We did puzzles and books, and I just really enjoyed that time. It was a great day. So great. I was in a kind of a funky mood all day. But it was still a really beautiful day. I was feeling really not well today. Was, my pot yeah. symptoms were really overwhelming me. Yeah, we both kind of been like, I had a day this week that I felt just really off and really not yeah. good and really overwhelmed. I didn't feel sick though. and But today was kind of that day for today. you. Like you felt sick and kind of that same thing. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But the day was so wonderful. So Stephen, yeah. what were your three highlights? My three highlights, uh, the first one started right after we woke up. Um, a friend of ours shared on her um, Instagram story that she, uh, she'd she gone to the dentist, so half of her face was numb, and, and she, she was trying to like press her lips together, and she decided to share this with the world, which I, I really appreciated. Thanks for your vulnerability, Megan. And, um, and, and basically, she would try to like press her lips together and the numb side would just go haywire. And so it just, it led to her making this hilarious like cartoon face uh, and, and that she wasn't trying to make. And it reminded me of the last time I had my mouth numb and I recorded this video of, uh, of uh, it, my, my speech changed, my voice changed, <laughs> everything changed. Like I, it's so hard to describe, but it's so funny. It you numbed post the video. It numbed like part of my like vocal cords or my tongue. It was just well. a cavity filling. And I just it was just for a cavity, but it I've always been really affected by the numbing solution. It always lasts like twice as long and it affects me way like it spreads on my face. Your arm goes numb yeah. because you got a cavity I mean, filling. Like joking but not. And um so anyway, that I I pulled up that video. Like while show. we're in bed, we had just woken up. And Steve was like, look at this video that I remembered from 2019. Yeah. We're like all bleary-eyed waking up. And he shows us this video. And I'm it's just so us meeting me and Beckett. And it just, oh my goodness. It was really funny. So that was a great way to start the day. Um, and then in the <laughs> afternoon, I took this play break with Beckett, which was really fun. Um, kind of a, a midday, like energy boost kind of little break um it felt really good to be able to do that with him today and then uh, our neighbors are out of town and so uh, we watch their dog when they're out of town or like check on their dog and so we brought her over today her name is delilah she's uh like a pit bull mix she's so sweet and like just such a great dog and her and Oakley get along really well and her and Beckett get along really well. So we brought her over so she could just hang out with us for a little while. And so it was just kind of happy chaos in the house <laughs> while she was well, running around and sniffing things and her tail was thumping on stuff because she didn't know how to navigate the house. And I like come out of the bedroom after like being alone for an hour and there's a toddler riding a bicycle in circles around the living room and then a pit bull who like doesn't know where she's at spinning in circles and then Oakley trying to like monitor the situation <laughs> and stress is like 10 out of 10. Steven is sitting at the desk just working away on his laptop. Yep. Nothing was 
falling apart, but nope. it absolutely should have been. Everybody was doing their thing, and it, <laughs> it was just great. Happy chaos. So that was that was a really fun, really fun moment for the day. So those are our three highlights of the day. We encourage you to come up with your own three highlights. It's a great practice. It's really helpful just to take a little snapshot of the day, no matter how hard it is, like there's usually a highlight. There's usually some good that you can find. Send so. it to me on Instagram. It makes my day. Yeah, I always read them to Stephen when, when people send me. Don't send it to me. I don't want to know. Well, so. Stephen doesn't check his Instagram messages. I check my Instagram you do. messages. Well, he does. I okay, do. send if it you, to Stephen. If make you want to send it to me, I would love to hear from you. But you're all going to send it to Christina. <laughs> Prove him wrong. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. All Re- right. Reverse psychology <laughs> trick right now. Um, all right, well, let's dive into kind of the core conversation here, which is... Uh, you know, just talking about areas that we feel like we're being stretched and we're growing in right now. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of talk through that and then what to do when we feel like we're stretched to capacity or beyond our current capacity, even to our breaking point. And I feel like in this season, we've been experiencing that in a number of different ways. And a lot of people that we talk to right now have been experiencing this as well. And so it felt like a timely thing um, just to kind of talk through. Which is kind of a continuation of last week. We were kind of like talking about how, how things have been, how we're doing. And so it's kind of continuing off of that. Like, what do you do? And we don't have the answers to this. So we're just having the conversation with you. Like when you do feel stretched to capacity or completely overwhelmed in different areas of your life, like how do we bend towards that and grow through it rather than just snapping in the moment? Or what do we do if we do snap? Because we do. (laughs) Like, yeah, we do. It's, it can be so challenging no matter what season of life you're in, I think. So yeah, we thought we'd just talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, why don't you, why don't you start Christina? What are some areas right now that you are being stretched in and that you are growing in lately that you feel like you're going to break? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day. That's for sure. Yep. But a few that just like come to mind right away. One is spiritually. I feel like I'm being stretched in that way. Um, I won't get like deep into that because we're not going to talk about that on this episode. But um, just like have been experiencing a need to surrender a lot and stretching in regards to like the mystery um, that is divinity and like expanding in like just this space of nuance. And that I've been like reading a lot and just it's uncomfortable to kind of expand past like the literal things, you know, that that you've hold. And then when you start to question some things, you're like, ooh, that actually might be a little bit different than what I thought or I don't know. That's all very vague. But in general, I feel like that's a place where I'm being stretched and it's a good thing. But sometimes it feels hard. And I bet most of you can relate to that. <laughs> I feel like I don't have to be specific in order for us to, if you have any sort of like, you know, spirituality, it, it can, it's hard because it's such a huge, mysterious thing. So that's one thing. Another thing is in this season of life, I feel like I'm really being stretched in just the intensity that is 
parenting and especially parenting toddler because I feel like it's a season where I'm not as connected with others as I wish I could be like with other like my friends like my girlfriends and it's just an intense season of like even not feeling as connected with you Steven yeah and just really like that, but that's not the season. This isn't the season where I'm like going out with the girls or whatever. And that's so fine. And I love this season. But some days I feel like stretched in that area. It's not really like a loneliness. I know a lot of moms say they feel lonely, but I wouldn't say I feel lonely. I don't even know what the feeling is. It's just sometimes I feel a little claustrophobic, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's an area that can feel hard. And then the last one is just like, I feel overstimulated really easily. Yeah. And depending on my margin for the day, it's like more or less. But like if I'm having, like today was a perfect example. I was having a really hard day physically. My like blood pressure wasn't stable. Like my pot symptoms were just really hard. I was getting really dizzy and I was lightheaded and my bones and my muscles were really achy and so I didn't have as much like margin for little things that weren't even problems just toddler life you know he comes in and he's like banging something so loud or he's really practicing with screaming lately have you noticed that absolutely (laughs) like not like mad screaming he's just like Ah, like he's just doing well, these loud. It, but like, we won't do it now because yeah, he's yeah. asleep, but it's a very high pitched piercing thing. And, he, and he's not mad no. or angry. He's literally just experimenting. experimenting with it. But it is an awful sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really terrible. And I hear Christina all the time be like, Becky, mommy really doesn't like that sound. Can we not make it? And it's, it's, he doesn't really get that. He's, he doesn't right. really understand. So. He's not quite in the, you know can't understand that yet but there are times when it's in this season I just feel like I'm going to explode honestly like today well he's been sick for a while he's been doing so much better the last couple days so he's been back to his normal happy yeah amiable self yeah but there were days where it was like oh my goodness, like he would want me to put his backpack on. So I'd put it on off, off. Okay. You want me to put it off? You want me to hold it, hold it. And then he wants to hold it. And it's just like, it, nothing makes sense. And he's like, I want shoes on, shoes on. Okay. You want your shoes on? You're going to have to sit down outside, outside. Okay. You want to go outside? So let's push it. Like, it's just like, and there are times when I feel like I'm going to scream or I need to stomp off or I need to slam a door. It's like this primal thing where this pressure starts building and you're like, I'm not going to make it. And it has nothing to do with like Beckett. It really has a lot to do with me and like how, how many like dials are turned up in my own mind and and my own body and my heart that day. And there have been so many moments, I think especially when he was sick and I was sick, where I just felt like I was going to explode, but with some practices and intention, I didn't, and I was really proud of that. Not that it's a problem. I mean, there have been times, probably two or three times in his life, Uh where I I have... literally just left him there, run off, stomped off to the 
bedroom and slammed the door as hard as I could and then screamed into the pillow because like I just got so overwhelmed yeah and I'm not like ashamed of that but I'm also not proud of it it was just like I had to let it out yeah I just got so overwhelmed so hopefully you can relate to that (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound crazy and encouraging you too I mean I think for me, a, a healthy expression of like anger or frustration, like it's really important. Otherwise, right. it just stays in your body. You know, there's a lot of um, a lot of study around that and how important it is to express those right. negative emotions and to physically and like how to get them out of your body. You know, and um, I feel like you, you do that, like in, in that case, like you go and you leave and you scream into a pillow yeah. and historically for me, I haven't been good at expressing that. And so it just, it like comes out sideways and in fits and starts and it's not healthy. So, um, well, and you kind of have to weigh it too. Like I knew in those, like in those moments where it's so intense and I'm like, I can't. I can't choose the calm path right now. I just can't. But I know my urge is like to take the backpack and chuck it at a wall. I know that that's going to not, Beckett's not going to understand why I did that. That's going to be really not good for him. Really scary for him. Scary. Yeah. It's going to be scary. And he doesn't need to, like, he's already feeling out of control with his emotions. He doesn't need to see that mommy is feeling out of control with hers too, you know? So in the moment I felt like this is the best route I could take, but it's not necessarily the one I would want to take typically. But it was better than throwing it back. Yeah, yeah. The wall, but okay. We'll talk more about like managing things. But what would you say for you, Stephen? Like, what are some areas? We're just like peeling back the curtain. Hopefully, you yeah. listener have some areas, <laughs> or I just sound like a crazy mom. Everybody's listening. Like, wow, I can't relate to you at all. I feel like my friends though, who I've told, like, I screamed you a pillow today. They're like, oh, same. I've totally done that. Yeah. So I think yeah. we all experience. Uh, I think overwhelm. we've all, yeah, we've we all experience it. And if we haven't done something like that, we know what it feels like to want to do something like that. So, yeah, I hope. I, I have confidence that you're not being, you're not alienating yourself right now. <laughs> At the very least, I'm in it with you. So here, okay. here we are. But um, yeah, so for me, the bi- biggest thing for me right now, um, I mean, there, I guess there's kind of two things, but the main one is just the responsibility of, you know, running my own business, my own marketing agency right now. And um, it's just me. And um, that responsibility of taking that on for myself was, was, you know, it's a, it was a big reason that I wanted to go this route because as a, a friend of mine, who's kind of a mentor for me in this area, he's been doing it for a long time. And he was like, you know, if you, if, if you fail, like if you drop the ball or if you lose a client or something like that, it's on you. He said, but if you succeed and if you win, and if you land a big client, big contract, that's also on you. And you get the full reward either way. <laughs> you know, you're either eating, you know, peaches and bread or, um, you know, or you get the full amount. You know, you get the peaches full. Peaches and bread. Yeah. That's a Grandpa Leonard thing. It is huh? a Grandpa Leonard reference. Yeah. <laughs> Probably no one else Deep would cut. say no, peaches no. and bread. Um, yeah, that just came up from Christina's uh uh, paternal 
my granddad, they went through a hugely impoverished season and literally they ate peaches and bread for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner for months on end. Yep. And we had, we had a season like that. It was beans and rice, but it was, uh, but I always think of peaches. And bread. Yeah, I love that. That's so. That kind of sounds <laughs> delicious. Not for every it meal. It kind of does. Sure. Yeah, it's quite I the don't sugar know about rush. Days on end, but yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, but yeah, just navigating all of that. Where like, if I'm overwhelmed, you know, it's on me. If I am not able to take a day off because I haven't planned my projects well or my client workload well, then that's on me. You know, so it's. It's just, and I'm still in this stage where I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got a little too much going on for the amount of money that I'm making. And so what I'm trying to do is, you know, kind of trim, trim that so that I'm not like working so many hours, but I'm still able to make, you know, the same amount. And that really just comes down to the type of work that I'm doing, the type of clients that I'm working with, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But like right now it's still just in this really swirly um, white water rafting kind of spot where I'm like, I don't know what's totally happening. And um, you know, and it's, it's just a lot. Um, It's a lot. And you know, there's stresses around taxes and I need licenses and like all of this stuff to like operate a business in Tennessee and just all of that stuff. It's like, it's all on me to do which kind of leads into the other thing I'm, I've been overwhelmed with, which is just balancing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a business owner and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a solo business owner. So like I, I'm responsible for getting all of that stuff right. You have to get so much right when you're running your own business um, just to make it, not even to like thrive or anything, just like bare bones. You, like you have to get everything right or you, you know, get fined or go to jail or something. <laughs> and the, you know, and then I'm also, you know, I'm a husband and I'm a a dad and I'm a friend and I'm a son and I'm his brother and like all of these different roles. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just, I always feel like I'm dropping the ball Mm -hmm. somewhere, if not everywhere. (laughs) And, uh, and that, that really takes a toll on me over time, you know? And when I feel that overwhelming feeling uh, for an extended period of time, my innate reaction that kind of rises up in me is I just want to stop everything. Hmm. I just want to quit everything. I want to make it all stop. And I, it's this like, you just want to like escape. Yeah. I want to escape. It's, it's the kid hiding under the covers kind of thing. Like leave me alone and like, you know, go under a cover, um, and not come out for like three days. And that's not an option, (laughs) not an option when you're running a business and when you're, um, you know, when you're a partner and when you're a father and all of that stuff. So it's, it's, um, definitely been challenging and very stretching to, you know, wake up each day and go, okay, I don't feel like I have enough. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have the capacity to do this day. But there's not another option, you know. And, of course, I decided to throw in hiking the Grand Canyon for the end of the year. So, like, I'm, I'm in the, end, the final stages, which is the longest, most intense training part for that. So it's just 
on every level, it feels like there's just a ton of heavy lifting that I'm having to do. So, um, yeah. I really push back against the concept of like, we're just in survival mode or, you know, things are so hectic right now or things are so busy. Like I always try to catch myself if someone asks how I'm doing, like I don't want to respond in that way because I don't know. It's just like, like you said, Steven, you know, you wake up and you're like, I don't have what it takes for the day, but I have to keep going. And it's like, we have to take that reality of how we're feeling. And then also, remember that like we're not the victim of our life we are like the co-creator you know and so what we we get to choose though if this day is gonna if we're gonna live it out in a state of overwhelm or if we're gonna slow it down by being present making eye contact doing something that'll give us self-care you know and i think that's where the huge shift comes because i think we could live the same life with a different mindset and different tools in our toolbox and have a totally different outcome in terms of like how we experience the day. Totally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely, completely agree um, with that. And I think it's, it's living in survival mode you know, I think we've all experienced that. Oakley is now drinking his... Oakley just his, walks over in his tap shoes and is now guzzling water. He drinks like once a day and it's... I he, don't know. He usually drinks and eats like once a day. So right now you're... He decided... <laughs> get that. There's just right hit now. him. Right okay, now is the so, but, Well, no, I had, I had oh, something so to say sorry. about the, the survival mode piece. Although that thought might be gone now because <laughs> of Oakley, but... Um, but I, I think it's, oh, it's, it's to, it's the fact that like for me, right? Like I'm all of this stuff, I'm balancing everything and it's so hard and whatever. It's important to remember that, you know, for the most part, I chose this life. I chose all of this stuff. I chose to be a business owner, chose to be a father. I chose to be a partner, (laughs) to be a husband, you know, and you know, I didn't choose to be a son. That happened to me, I, you know, me existing. Um, I didn't have a say in that. But, um, you know, but it's, I think that's the other thing to remember. And it, it speaks to the victim thing, right? It's like, no, like, I I chose this. And at any point, I can choose something different. I could choose to do something different with my business. I could choose to not do my business you know i can choose to live a different life what about there are so many things too that we don't you know like i can't i didn't choose to have pots right right like there are a lot of pieces too that i don't know it's that's true it's a mixture yeah it's a mixture of both so it's um yeah and i and i totally recognize that that there's privilege in that statement too. Cause some people it's like, well, no, I don't have a choice. I didn't mm-hmm. choose to like be, you know, barely scraping by mm-hmm. and to have to go to work at this job that I don't mm-hmm. like, but I have to like, I didn't choose my circumstances. So there's definitely an element of that. But I think for, for a lot of pieces in our life, there is also, I mean, that's, that's the core of everything though. Right. Is what do you, what can you control? Versus what can't you mm-hmm. control? There are absolutely things outside of our control. And so, but the only way that this life works 
is especially if you're dealing with hard things is if you look at the areas you can control and you exercise your will and control in those life in in those areas otherwise i mean it's there's you're you're sunk like there's there's no way forward Um, i think it's such a matter of perspective too i tell you all the time like I would like maybe today was really hard. Beckett had just a really hard day emotionally, but I would rather have a day with a toddler who is really struggling and I'm overwhelmed than a day without him Yeah, where the house is peaceful and I'm home alone, like truly. So I think that's a helpful thing, I guess, transitioning into the next part, but of like, what do you do in those situations? I think perspective is one of the key things is like, well like i don't know yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. like yeah just remembering like yeah but like don't forget the good or like i feel really overwhelmed sometimes because becky still doesn't sleep through the night in fact he doesn't even kind of sleep through the night (laughs) and yet like you know i i feel really overwhelmed by that but i can very quickly get back in alignment with my values and move on if I remember you know what though I would rather be woken up four times a night than not have Beckett and not yeah. be woken up at all yeah and that's kind of a recalibrating and humbling reminder yeah. for myself yeah for sure. <laughs> when I you start to kind of feel self-pity or like you know yeah entitled yeah definitely i do definitely. i shouldn't speak for anyone what else. are some so what are some practical things let's kind of we we want to we want to try to keep this uh episode a little shorter so we're gonna you know we're gonna keep on it okay kind of try to stay on it here but what are practical things when we feel like we're super stretched when we're about to break like practically what do you do in those moments okay well for me one thing is Um, like in the actual moment where I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, it really helps me, (laughs) this feels like silly to say, it really helps me to sing. (laughs) Like the other day when uh, Beckett, he needed to go down for a nap. He was past exhausted. I needed to change his diaper. That's not going to go well. So he's flailing, squirming. I'm like, I can't do this. And I just started singing. And there's like this one hymn that I just, I sing it to him when he falls asleep and I just sang it. I started singing and it kept me calm because like I was just focusing on the words and I don't know if it calmed him at all, but it, it, uh, invited calm into the space for him. And like that truly helps me. And I do that a lot. Like I'll start singing if I feel Mm. overwhelmed or even if I feel anxious it helps me to sing. Yeah. Not in like a good, beautiful way. I'm not like a singer, but you know, just to yeah. like have a melody that you can kind of yeah. come back to, even if it's really simple. So that's like really helpful for me. Yeah. I think singing helps you breathe too, doesn't it? Well, it, hel- <laughs> it, it does a number of things. Yeah. It's very grounding. A, it gives your mind something to focus on, right? Yeah. Cause you're having to f- think about the lyrics and the melody, the vibe you're literally vibrating. And that's really soothing to your nervous system to have the, the, the notes and your voice box vibrating and all of that stuff. And yeah, to, to sing, you're sustaining a a breath out Yeah, and that helps to balance your oxygen and your CO2 levels in your blood. Mm. And, um, actually the higher, the higher, um, 
we actually want a little more. Um, usually we have too much oxygen. And so having balancing that out and increasing our CO2 mm-hmm. a little bit is actually incredibly soothing. That's interesting. Very relaxing for our bodies. Yeah. If you want to learn huh. more, read Breathe oh by James Nestor. Didn't Incredible even know we book. were going to get so educated. Incredible book. Um, we were blessed. But yes, but yes, yeah, sing, that's, yeah. That's it's just really helpful. And for me, obviously, sing whatever you want. Um, but I, the doxology is always like what I start singing. And it's a helpful reminder for me mentally because it says, praise God from whom all blessings flow. And like just saying that when my toddler is screaming, it's like this reminder of like, no, like he is a blessing. He is my blessing. And that, that is like a helpful shift too. I so, usually sing all star by hey Smash now? Mouth. No. Oh, like, oh, hey, hey now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just That's, kidding, don't. oh, you know, I was going to say <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Um, <laughs> sing what you want. Um, the duck song. That was another thing. Yeah. Yeah. The duck Wait, song. what was the one that we Our, used to sing? Uh, if I were a fish. Oh my goodness. The yeah, fish song. The fish song. That doesn't, if I need to calm Beckett, that could work. But if I need to calm myself, I need to sing the doxology. Yes, That's like for yes. my own spirit. <laughs> Um, okay. And then the, um, the only other thought that I had about that was, um, reaching out to friends and like in the moment you can't phone a friend, but if I'm overwhelmed, I'll often go for a walk with Beckett and I'll just like message a friend, like a audio message or Vox them and just be like, Hey, I'm checking in on you. Like I'm feeling a little overwhelmed today. How are you feeling? And that really helps like get your energy out of your own story and into someone else's because for me at least it's so easy to just get so wrapped up in what's going on today how am i yep. feeling what's going on you know the yep. the stressors it that becomes a bit too much about you like yeah. your, your head just gets obsessed with all of yeah. the details about so if you life. can just step into someone else's story or like gosh there's just there's just so many bigger not bigger stories but there's just so much that oh, helps is for worth engaging in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think those are the two things. Yeah. That, um, and sometimes it just helps me laugh. I have one friend who specifically, I'll call her out, Randy. Like if I just need to be like, I just need to like tell you about this day. Somehow it will end up and we'll both be belly laughing because yeah. she just has a way of being like, that's insanity. Yeah. Like, you know. I just need it, yep. Gotta have those people. What about you? Yeah, for me, um, for me, it's a lot about like physical regulation. So, one trick that I learned um, early on um, from an acting class actually was to just go and get horizontal. Like, if I'm feeling this, Mm. like, if I'm feeling like I can't handle it anymore, and I know the feeling in my body, I haven't always known it. But I know now, like, oh, that's that feeling. I know that if I go lay down in a dark room for about 10 minutes and I practice intentional breathing, I'm doing body scans, I'm releasing tension in, in intentionally, um, I'm relaxing my body, like, I will come out of that room feeling like a totally different human. And it only takes like 10 minutes, five minutes if I'm in a rush. You but tried 10 to is do better. it last night and Beckett came and found you. No, but I, but it helped. Like I, I was, I felt so much better after I, after I did that. And I think there's some physical reasons for that, but there's also just something really soothing about like, you know, 
going and laying down on I just lay down on the floor you know it feels good to just be on a hard surface so I mean it literally recalibrates your blood pressure the right yeah that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I was getting at with that it's like it, it yeah recalibrates your blood pressure it's just it's it's a state where every muscle in your body can relax completely you don't mm -hmm. have to support yourself you are supported mm -hmm. by the floor and by the earth you know mm -hmm. so it's it's uh it's very soothing for your body and your nervous system so that's one thing that i i do um very often um if if it's more of like a mental overwhelm i'll just do a brain dump because i don't i can't hold stuff in my head very well it's very hard for me some people can and i bow down to you i don't know how you do that um, i cannot do that it's so slippery my brain won't latch on to things so i it helps me to get a pen and paper and just start writing what's in my head and usually it's like tasks or things to do or things i'm trying to remember and i don't want to forget and i always feel better after that hmm. and then the other thing is just getting outside in any capacity um, being outside preferably gardening or doing something physical going for a hike mm -hmm. It helps me remember my smallness mm. and it helps me remember how slow the world and the earth moves, oh, how slow so... nature moves and how it's so, um, how it just stays, you know, mm. like there's, there's a lake there and there's going to be, it's, it's been there. <laughs> it's going to keep being there there are all these trees that are here and they're going to be here. They're going to go through all their seasons of change and they're going to still be here next year. And like that is very soothing for me because mm. I tend to get really hyper. Just you saying that paced. makes me feel like, Oh yeah, everything's okay. <laughs> everything's okay. And then the other one was what you said, which is calling a friend, you know, and having a good conversation um, just that check-in, you know, and I've got a couple friends where we know we can call. Um, that's a rare thing these days to actually give somebody a call, but we'll give them a call and just be like, Hey, just checking in. How you doing? Um, even with each other, like we'll yeah. check in with each other. We'll usually text each other during. Yeah. The we'll text each other. And then, um, and also just communicating between us. Like the other day I was having a rough day and it was like, Hey, for some reason, I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a hard time. I'm feeling really stressed, overwhelmed. I feel really off. And you were like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'll am i step up and I'll do a bit more today. Yeah, like I'll do bath time. I'll do bath time. Dishes. I'll kind of be, you know, playing with Beckett a bit more. I'll be a bit more on with Beckett. And then, like, today, you were like, I'm feeling so bad. I was like, great, I have more capacity today. Mm -hmm. So I'll step up and I'll help more. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, we rely on each other, but, yeah. um, what yeah. I want you to touch on what you mentioned to me about, um, when escape isn't an option, what, yeah. what you do. I love that. So this is something that an experience I had, something I learned through my Grand Canyon experience, but really not through the Grand Canyon experience. It was actually through my mental health crash experience. And, you know, for me, when things get hard, my natural instinct is to want to escape from it. So if there's pressure in my life in whatever capacity, you know, I, I'm trying to find a way out from under it. You know, I'm trying to f slink my way out and like dodge it. 
or redirect it somehow. Um, and I hit a point, you know, during my mental health crash. And then when I decided to hike the Grand Canyon, that whole season, I reached this point where it was like the things that are causing this pressure in my life are not going away and they will not go away. Um, the pressure of being a father, the pressure of, um, I mean, at that point it wasn't being a business owner cause that wasn't a part of our life yet, but now it's like that added pressure of that, um, Still bringing in income, that was still... Yeah, and like, yeah, providing, you know, providing for for my family. You know, it was like all of these things, I mean, the pressure of being in a relationship, you know, it's like those are not things that are going away. I mean, I suppose I could like walk out on my family, but I'm not doing that. And so the... You'd regret it. it. (laughs) So I just, I was faced suddenly with this reality of like, oh, the pressure that I'm feeling that I am desperately wanting to escape is not going away. In fact, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to increase. And I realized the only option that I had was to either get stronger and get more resilient so that I could hold that pressure and actually push back like I had to get as strong as the pressure that was pushing down on me otherwise I was going to break and um and so that I've thought about that a lot when I've had more pressures it's like well I could opt out I could say nope this isn't for me but I think that the life that we want is often Mm in that living in that pressure allowing the pressure to make us stronger and uh and so i always try to stay in it now you know and like mm-hmm. lean into it if i can um so that was my I, Canyon. I say that all the time like in these in just those really precious moments like when we're just together as a family i'll just say like i'm so glad that you didn't give up you know Like, I'm so glad that you kept fighting during that really hard season because, yeah, yeah, just the fruit when you push through those seasons Mm -hmm. is so much richer than I think even if you wouldn't have had to walk through that season. Everything is sweeter. Yeah, 100%. So that's kind of our takeaways. Um, We would love to know if you want to share with us, like, what, how you deal with pressure we're learning every day we're certainly not the experts yeah but do you have any go-tos you know or anything like that Mm -hmm. so wrapping up i think we'll just kind of just because you know got to keep it a little light here at the end yes let's just quickly go through what are the things you're looking forward to this coming season and then what is either one of your worst or best holiday memories <laughs> I you love start it. okay <laughs> i will start <laughs> um let's see looking forward to the next couple months i'm looking forward to kind of closing out the garden and kind of cleaning up our landscape winter you know out here everything you know dies and it's a chance to kind of clean, wipe the slate clean and reset for next year. And we have some big plans for our property. Some things we're taking out, some things we're putting in and restructuring. So I'm really excited to do all of that work this winter. Um, we're about to visit Phoenix in November. So 
Uh, we're really excited to visit friends and family. I'm excited to, to see some of my friends and family. I'm hiking the Grand Canyon with my dad in November. So uh, we're going down. It's a bucket list item for him. He's always wanted to see the bottom, see the Colorado River, and he never has. Mm. And since I did my big hike last year, I said, hey, dad, I've, I've done the hike. I know how to I know how to prepare for it. If you want, I'll take you down this year. And he said, yeah, so we're going to do that. Um, I'm excited for lots of fire pit nights. We got a fire pit and it's been awesome mm-hmm. and it's like one of the best things. And I, I love fire. <laughs> and so <laughs> I've loved having a fire pit. We've had people over to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to lots of those. Um, I get to see my sister and in California. So we're actually going to go visit her. She lives in California. I'm super excited to see her. She's got some stuff she wants to show us. Um, and then I think just the holidays with Beckett this season, he's so, so fun, fun right now. He's almost two and he's just such a delight. He is so fun and he's retaining things. So I'm just excited for all of the holiday he things saw his first him. snow globe the other day at Target. His brain almost broke. It yeah. Was, it was like singing and there was snow falling. If it wouldn't have been glass, would have brought that thing home. But. Yep. A hundred percent. So we're going to get, we're, yeah, we'll try to find a, a baby proof. I looked on Amazon, literally could not find one. Really? If you know of like a plastic snow globe, I, it was crazy. Oh, I, there were like, it was so one option, but it was you really small. Think. Wow. I know. Silly. Right. Well, we'll have to keep looking, but yeah, if you know of one, let us know. But, um, yeah, and then uh, one thing that we've missed out here last couple of years, our neighbors told us about it. There's a jazz group out here in Nashville that every December plays through the Charlie Brown Christmas CD. And I loved that CD growing up. That's super nostalgic for me. I love those songs. It's, and I've never heard them play live. So I really want to go to that. Hopefully they do this it this year. year. I know. I know. Like I'm like, sure don't I don't do even it. know if this thing really exists. And my neighbors <laughs> just told me about it. So I, I've got to find it <laughs> and look it up. They're trustworthy neighbors. Though. They are. I, I trust them. <laughs> but oh, yeah, hopefully they didn't like break up last year. You know, the, the band, they're, they're still doing it this year. So <laughs> that are the things I'm looking forward to in terms of like, I was struggling to think through of like, worst memories around the holidays or anything but one of my favorites is uh the first snow that we got like big snow at our um, country house when we were living out there and mm. uh, we had oakley he was probably like a year old and he no he wasn't or, we had just got him in november we just he was got him? six weeks old oh that's right oh so he wait. do you remember those videos so, well he was like nine nine or ten yeah. weeks old when we got him okay yeah, so he was, he was so still little. super puppy then. Okay, I forgot about that. But yeah, so just him like freaking out <laughs> basically on our property with the snow and just running around and like just living he his best life. He would grab sticks that were literally 10 times as big as him so and drag big. them yes. around. Yeah, <laughs> so, so big. Um, so that that's one of my that's one of my favorite memories. Um, and probably around that time too, our, our families both came out um, separately, but... They came out around the holidays to visit us in that little country house. And that was a really good memory. So. That was such a good memory. Yeah. All right. How about you? All, All right. the same to you. My looking, looking forward, forward to, to yeah. I'm looking forward to going to seeing friends and family in Arizona as well. I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to the three day road trip. Like I, I don't know, but kind of am kind of not Yeah. kind of nervous about it. Um, 
I am looking forward to, I'm hoping it snows here in Nashville this year because Beckett is going to be so excited. So happy. There's an episode of Daniel Tiger called Snowflake Day. Snowflake Day. And every time Beckett sees a snowflake or a snowman or like any image like that, he says, Snowflake Day, Snowflake Day. Like he thinks that it's a word one word yes anyways (laughs) uh he's gonna lose his mind if he has an actual snowflake day i'm also looking forward to we're gonna take him to the beach in california yeah and he's never seen the beach he's never seen the beach other than snowflake day water is his number one love so that'll be amazing um and then are both water how funny is that oh that's very true um another thing is i am really excited what steven mentioned about like the back garden area we're going or just our whole backyard we've like worked a lot in the front yard and then done like some beds on our deck but in january we're going to tackle starting up like garden beds installing five garden beds and like an arbor and i asked for 40 (laughs) flower bulbs on my birthday (laughs) we'll see if i get them um Anyways, it's just, I'm excited to, like, design that. Like, I think we're going to work on, like, designing it, laying it out and everything. And then I'm also looking forward to designing Beckett's, like, toddler room. Because when we get back from our trip, we're going to, like, take his crib down and put a little bed in there. I'm sure he won't sleep in that bed, but, you know, I'll be there for him when he's ready. (laughs) One day. Yeah. But just kind of, like, redesigning his little space, making, you know, putting, like more like a chalkboard in there some things that he could enjoy so yeah. i'm looking forward to that yeah, yeah, yeah. um oh my gosh last thing would be i just love like the advent season and last year we were, weren't around for that we were uh, in arizona so i'm just looking forward to just like i don't know something about like december has always just been so special for me yeah. um at our little little tiny church um okay the best worst memories i feel like i have so many because i don't know my family we just like love christmas yeah so one we had this weird tradition me and my brother and sister of like christmas morning we would go for a walk in our pajamas like around the neighborhood i don't know why we did it i don't even remember the details surrounding it just i remember being in our pajamas and this was not when we were like five. We were like in our teens. We would like go for a walk. I guess it was like maybe when my dad was hiding stockings or something. I don't know. But I loved yeah. our Christmas morning walk. And then um, another good one is right when we had Beckett. So he was born on December 13th. And so it was just the sweetest Christmas because like I had my baby and my parents flew out. And my dad, it like makes me emotional. He spent like a whole day hanging christmas lights on our house like we didn't ask him to do that yeah he just like did it and i just that like touched me so much so we'll just stop it at that also becca just woke up so steven actually just had to go attend to him (laughs) so in typical parent fashion i'm gonna finish up this podcast um usually Stephen tells me what his whimsy and delight was and he didn't tell me so as he guessed for me I will guess for him this time so I'm gonna say the best thing he's eaten lately is he went to a brewery with his dad when his dad was here and they got these like special brewed beers I'm gonna say that was the best thing he's eaten lately we'll see if I'm right and his whimsy and delight I'm gonna say 
he has been enjoying this time of year there's a few less leaves on the tree they're starting to fall so in the morning the light like pours through our house so much brighter because the trees have less leaves and he just loves that like he'll just stand there and he'll like go stand outside sometimes he'll sit and do his work outside and he mentions it a lot that he like loves that so I think that's his whimsy and delight so mine the best thing I've eaten lately um is I'm gonna say Rubio's chai tea that's been really lovely lately if you've ever had that I think it's the Numi brand I'll link to it if I can remember or I don't remember the brand I'll have to I'll have to look that up but it's a Rubio's chai and it's decaf and so I add like a little bit of maple syrup to it so yummy perfect little fall tea and my whimsy and delight that I've been loving lately I'm gonna say is when my mother-in-law was here we went to world market we have this tradition every fall we go to world market together and we find a few little treasures and I found this little plate and it has a bunny rabbit on it and when I saw it it just reminded me of my mom because she loves rabbits and I thought it was so sweet and then I just like put it back though and then I just circled back around the store and I was like I have to bring that bunny plate home because it just was so sweet and it reminded me of my mom and so I purchased it and I've been using it like daily for a little snack and it just makes me so happy because it has a little bunny on it so that is my whimsy and delight um I'm trying to remember if there was a takeaway usually I'm all scattered here because I'm doing with this without Steven, but, um, we were going to leave you with a little health, heart and home, um, way you can apply the content in your own life. And the question that we were going to present was just what's an area that you've been stretched lately. And is there a way that you can practice being soft to that rather than leaning towards tension and snapping is there something that you can do or a mindset shift that you can take that will help you just bend towards that pressure that you're facing right now and that resistance rather than snapping or feeling like you're gonna snap or like you're gonna burst so that is our health heart and home and we will wrap it up there thank you for joining us um we just appreciate you all so so much truly and we love getting messages if you ever want to instagram message us or email us all of that is linked below in the show notes and we hope you have a super wonderful week see you next time under the willow tree bye welcome my dear To the endless summer Welcome my dear To eternity